a very warm welcome to you. This is the international service of Adventist World Radio in English from Pune. In our program today, we have music coming to you from Melashenko's family singers and heritage singers. A health message on sunlight. At the end of our program, you will hear a thought on God's word focusing our minds on the topic the cave dwellers. I'm Olivia. I'm Sharad. And you're listening to Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. To begin, here's a song entitled Bless This House. family singers on Adventist World Radio and now it's time to hear Dr. Chitra talk on sunlight. Hello, I'm Dr. Chitra. For the next few minutes we are going to learn something about sunlight. Kiss of the sun. Excessive exposure to sunlight can cause skin cancer as well as premature wrinkling and aging of the skin. In proper amounts however, the sun's rays can be good for your health. What can sunlight do for me? A lot. To begin with, Sunlight kills germs. That's why it is important to sun and air out blankets, quilts and other items that are not washed regularly and sterilized in an automatic dryer. Proper amounts of sunshine also give the skin a healthy glow and help make it smooth and pliable. A moderately tanned skin 
is more resistant to infections and sunburns than untanned skin. Then too, sunlight elevates the mood for most people, producing a sense of well-being. Just don't stay out too long and get sunburned. Combined with active exercise, sunshine is an important adjunct in treating acute and chronic depressions. Something to remember during winter's cold and gloomy months. What's more, the body is able to manufacture vitamin D by the action of sunlight on the skin. Vitamin D enables the body to pick up calcium from the intestines and build healthy bones. It prevents both childhood and adult rickets and aids in the prevention of osteoporosis. Sunlight also helps to lower cholesterol, to enhance the immune system, to heal acutely swollen arthritic joints and to relieve certain symptoms of premenstrual syndrome. What can sunlight do to me? Sunlight is a major risk factor for skin cancer, especially in light-skinned people eating a high-fat diet. Too much sunlight for them may be particularly damaging. You should also know that burning the skin is extremely harmful for everyone. Every burn destroys healthy living tissue. Repeated burns cause irreversible damage and can set up a person for skin cancer. If that isn't bad enough, repeated sunburn and even repeated deep tanning of the skin gradually destroy its elasticity and its oil glands, producing wrinkling and premature aging. What are some guidelines for safe, healthy exposure to sunlight? Modest tanning is protective, like putting sunglasses on your skin. But you must understand your own tolerance to sunlight. Fair-skinned people and redheads may have to begin with only 5 minutes of exposure to the sun per day. Darker-skinned people can begin with 15 minutes per day. 20 to 30 minutes of sunshine to as much of the body as possible is a realistic goal for most people. Never, never burn. Wear protective clothing, eyewear and a protective sunscreen if needed. Be especially careful in snow or on cloudy days. If you have an outdoor trip or vacation coming up, prepare your skin by giving it progressive exposure in the days beforehand to the point of pinking up. A few minutes of sunshine on your face and hands each day will produce all the vitamin D you need. Open your house to the sunshine each morning. It will improve your health and lift your spirits. For thousands of years, sunlight has been known as a mediator of life. But we know today that it can be healing or destructive. It can be the kiss of life or the kiss of death, depending on how we use it. Thank you, Dr. Chitra, for being on our program. For more information about our program, do write to us. Here's our mailing address. Adventist World Radio, Post Box Number 17, Pune, 411-001, Maharashtra, India. Before you hear a study on God's Word, here's a song, Going Home by Heritage Singers. Say 
Bible theme today is The Cave Dwellers presented by Pastor John Prasad Rao According to the book of God there is no mention whatever of caves or cave men in the Genesis account of creation According to the word of God human life didn't begin in the seas or in the trees or in the caves life for man began in a beautiful garden not very long ago today we are going to think about the cave dwellers but before we do that shall we pray dear loving father in heaven as we meditate today about the risk jesus christ has taken to reclaim man unto himself for salvation help us to understand how precious we are to him because we ask it in jesus name amen We read simply that God created man in his own image. This we find in Genesis 1:27. And how did he do it? The Lord God formed man of dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became 
a living being or a living soul. This is found in Genesis 2.7. And God has never changed his mind about what happened. But you say, there were cavemen. Then where did they come from? Where do they fit in? Could it be that the cavemen were simply descendants of Noah who were dispersed into various parts of the earth after the Tower of Babel? You recall that in the early centuries after the flood, in defiance of God, men attempted to build a tower that would reach into the sky. But God interrupted the builders by confusing their languages. Unable to communicate, they scattered over the earth. In other words, the primitive cave men came after and not before the Tower of Babel. Man did not start out as a primitive being, but some men became primitive because they chose to be so. Caves are mentioned a number of times in the Bible. For centuries, the early Christians were persecuted. Sometimes they were accused of the most dreadful crimes, or they were accused of being the cause of great calamities, earthquakes and epidemics, and famine. Great numbers were thrown to wild beasts or were burned alive in the amphitheaters. Some were crucified. Wherever they took refuge, the followers of Christ were hunted like beasts of prey. They had to seek out the most desolate and solitary places. Thousands found shelter in the catacombs. Beneath the hills outside the city of Rome, long galleries had been tunneled through earth and rock. The dark and intricate network of passages extended for miles. The Christians buried their dead in these caves. And when they were in danger, these gloomy caverns were their home. Closer to our own time were the faithful valencies who for centuries worshipped God in the Piedmont Mount Valleys of the northern Italy and the surrounding mountains. Today, you can crouch down on hands and knees and enter underground chapels where the Valencies worshipped for many, many years. But the day came when they were detected. Soldiers built fires at the entrance of many caves. The Valencies sang praises to God until the last oxygen was gone. They would not deny their Lord. Said the Apostle Paul, as he recounted the experience of God's persecuted once through the ages, the world was not worthy of them. They wandered in deserts and mountains and in caves and holes in the ground. Did you know that caves in the future will play a role in the exciting, tragic, climactic final days of our history? Hopelessly tragic for some, wonderfully happy for others. Listen to these words of the prophet Isaiah. Men will go into caves of the rocks and into holes of the ground before the terror of the Lord. 
and before the splendor of his majesty when he arises to make the earth tremble in that day men will cast away to the moles and the bats their idols of silver and their idols of gold which they made for themselves to worship in order to go into the caverns of the rocks and the clefts of the cave cliffs before the terror of the lord and the splendor of his majesty when he arises to make the earth tremble this is found in isaiah chapter 2 verses 19 through 21 what is the prophet talking about here he is talking about the day not far distant when the lord jesus christ will return to our earth the apostle john describes it in the book of revelation thus the kings of the earth the princes the generals the rich the mighty and every slave and every free man hid in caves and among the rocks of the mountains they call to the mountains and the rocks fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the lamb for the great day of his wrath has come and who can stand revelation 6:15 through 17 the savior of men will descend the blazing skies and strong and weak alike all who are unprepared will actually cry for the mountains inanimate rocks to protect them not from physical destruction but from the searching eyes of the savior they have rejected but i don't think god's people will be huddling there in abject hopeless fear i believe those caves will be bright with the light of heaven as angels come and go encouraging the faithful to hold on a little longer and when jesus comes no matter where they are no matter how isolated or concealed he won't miss a one everyone will be rescued everyone will be safe forever and then as those who flee in panic from their lord enter the caves just vacated i believe they will find some documents there no leather scrolls from the distant past but books periodicals letters that god's people have been reading and which they have left behind at the moment of rescue books left open bibles left open where the redeemed were reading when rescue interrupted them the eyes of lost men and women trying to escape their lord will fall upon words that would have saved them truths that would have protected them from this day if only they had listened there before their eyes penetrating the panic and despair of their pounding hearts they will see in those words the heartbreak of a rejected savior a savior who isn't calling any more a savior who is only asking from beyond the point of no return and out of her broken disappointed heart why will you die i would have saved you but you wouldn't let me i wonder if you realize how hard he has tried i wonder if you realize the risk 
he took to make life possible for you and me no cave explorer ever took risk that jesus took no man was ever so isolated so cut off from help as jesus was no cave was ever so dark as the darkness about the cross that friday afternoon many a cave explorer has panicked because he was cut off from other men but jesus was surrounded with men men who didn't care men who scoffed men who derided him men who hurled insults at him men who dared him to come down from the cross if he had if he was the son of god little did they know what was happening little did they know that if he had answered their challenge if he had accepted their dare if he had come down from the cross and left unfinished the work he came to do every person on earth would have been doomed there would have been no hope for anyone forever do you realize that jesus might have failed do you realize that even his own future trembled in the balance do you realize the risk he took you say he was the son of god you say there was no question but that he would come through all right ah uh, but there was it's true that he had told his disciples he would be resurrected though his words didn't register with them he had promised to meet them after the resurrection he had known the outcome of his terrible ordeal but now on the cross surrounded by the blackest darkness there was ever been there has ever been it was all different now because of the sins he bore other people's sins the sins of the world his father's presence was withdrawn he couldn't see the future what if the sin he had taken upon himself should separate him from his father forever he knew he would be laid in a tomb a cave carved out of the rock but at that moment hope did not assure him that he would come out of that cave tomb he feared that his separation from the father would be eternal he cried out my god my god why hast thou forsaken me jesus plunged deeper into human woe than any man he searched every inch of this dark world not for gold or artifacts or fame but for lost men and women who could be restored to his image as he had created them you can be one of them what a tragedy if you are not going to be one god help you to be one of those whom christ came to search and save let us pray loving heavenly father we want to thank you for the message for the understanding we have gotten about the risk jesus christ has taken may we respond in a proper manner and be saved at last so that he could be happy at our being saved because we ask it in jesus name amen thank you pastor john prasad rao for being on our program 
We are sure you enjoyed our program. The scripture says, God blesses those who realize their need for Him. For the kingdom of heaven is given to them. Matthew 5.3 You are listening to the Voice of Hope from Pune, India. God wants to make life easy on you. So He'll take what's bothering you and replace it with His joy. If you let Him. With this, we come to the end of our program. For those who wish to know more on God's word, we invite you to write to us on Adventist World Radio, Post Box Number Seventeen, Pune, Four One One Zero Zero One, Maharashtra, India. Our address once again is Adventist World Radio, Post Box Number Seventeen, Pune, Four One One. Zero zero one, Maharashtra, India. You can also email us on amc3 at vsnl dot com. That's amc3 at vsnl dot com. I'm Sharad, and I'm Olivia, signing out from Adventist World Radio. Join us again along with your family and friends. Until then, we wish you goodbye and God bless you.